Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is June the 16th, and today is Tuesday, and it states, Stay on the high road with me. Many voices clamor your attention, trying to divert you to another path, but I'm calling you to walk ever so closely with me, soaking in my present, living in my peace. This is my youth unique design for you plan before the world begin i have called each of my children to to a different path distantly distantly designed for that one do not let anyone convince you that that his path is the only way the only right way and be careful not to resort your path as a as Excuse me. Be careful not to resort your path as a, as superior to another way. What I require for, for you is to act just justly, to love mercy, and to walk humble with me wherever I lead. For we are God workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians chapter two verse ten. He also showed you he all. He had showed excuse me, he has showed you, oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with God. Makai Malachi Chapter six verse eight. So today it is stating, stay on the high road with me me stay on the right path with me yes people may come and say uh why 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 you doing it this way oh come on try it this way but god says stay on my path meaning like i don't care what other people may say are you doing this wrong or this is not the right path uh try this path you know yes people will try to come in and tell you different stuff you know even sometimes even the devil tell you sure you're doing this right you know they even he will even come in and try to tell you you taking the wrong path is this not the right path for you or whatever the case may be but God said stay on the high road with me many voices clamor your attention trying to divert you to another path but don't do that he said but I have called you to walk ever so closely with me soaking in my presence and living in my peace so we must learn how to soak in all his presence just be like soaking his presence and just live in his peace because we are living in we are 
in a pandemic. We are going through racism right now, injustice. We are going through a lot right now. So we must learn how to stay in his presence, stay on the right path. I don't care. Yes, you might have to go through some things. You might be like, God, I know this is not the path you chose for me to do or whatever. I'm going to take myself for this. I told y'all a while back, like, you know, never what I thought I had to go through what I've been through, but I stayed on the, oh, Lord have mercy. I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to, there's a lot of stuff I didn't want to do because I'm like, God, this is not for Felicia. I know, this, I know, like, y'all know you lie. This is no, because this is not what, this is not the path I chose for me. This is not how I thought I would do it. This is not how I thought I was going to be, you know. Everybody don't think that, but I was like, okay, God, I'm just going to, I just said, one day I just said, okay, God, I'm just going to trust you. You know what you're doing. I, I have no control. I mean, over, you know, I have no control, like, in my life, because you know, because God knows the plan, the purpose, everything, you know, everything about your life. So I was like, okay, God, what, I'm just going to trust you. When I lost everything, nobody was there, whatever the case may be, and still nobody's here but God and my kids or whatever, but I'm just saying, I'm trust him like it if like it's hard sometimes I was like God I don't know I don't know about this Jesus and I tell him like God this is hard for me to trust you because who Jesus only if you knew but I just I just stay on the course I stay on the path and don't get me wrong yes sometimes like, well, maybe if I go this way maybe this would be better and I'm like then it'd be like nah I just said well forget I'm God forgive me I'm gonna get back on the right path let me get back in tune with you so you know, I just do that, and I also say, this is you. This is my unique design for you. Plan before the world even. So God knows the plan He has for us. We might think we know the plan, but God knows the plan that He had. He said He, He knows the plan before the world began. He said, I have called each of my children to take a different path, differently design for that one. So just because you see somebody else feel like, okay, this is me, because I have to stop this, and I'm trying to stop this. Really, I really truly am, but it's taking me a little bit. It shouldn't take me this long, but I think it's because I feel like I'm doing something. I just go divert back. So, um, as I just stated, um, it said I call each I have called each of my children to a different path. Usually, designed for that one. Okay, God calls us each for us. Each us. Each each one of us is going through a journey of this life so each each, each direction is going to be different from the other person this person might not go through a whole lot and this person might go through so much they were like oh lord but this person might have it easier because hey that's how god wants to be easier for whatever not easy i'm not gonna say easy but they might have some help along the way okay take for instance okay you got two single moms one single mom has a parent, a dad, I mean, a parent, you know, got family, somebody that's going to support her, help her with her kid when she want to go with the school. They, they there, they have that motive because the kid's daddy's not there, so they have the grandfather. The grandfather play the father figure for the, uh, for the boys because, you know, and she's able to go back to school. They got money. You know, she's able to buy her kids this and that. She's able to go take trips with her kids, take vacation. That's one single mom. That's her path. Okay, that's her path. And then on the other hand, you got the other single mom. 
It's just her and her kids, and they struggling. They don't know how they're going to pay their rent, how they're going to pay their bills, or, you know, just don't know. They don't have that father figure in their life. Uh, their dad don't care. Cause they dad do what they want to do. And then, but they don't have that father figure. You know, they don't have that physical person to show them how a man's supposed to be or show. So now the single mom have double on her plate. Now she's trying to play the role of two person or whatever. But just because they pass, just because it's different, that's how God is not to be. You know, but we still have to stay on the course for God. Yes, she might have the easy path. You know, this single mom might have a path where it's like she might have to go through a detour here, a hill and a hump and up and down, sideways, crisscross, curve and all that. But they still own a path. Their path is no different. They are no different. But that's how God designed. It's different from each person. So just because this person has it easy don't mean this person can't do it. They are the two they are the same people. It's just that she she had more of a help and a support system than this single mom. This single mom might have to go through so much to get to her breaking point or get to her whatever her her goal, her dream. But on this hand, let me tell you on this hand, the single moms uh this single mom have the help, have all this but is she really taking the time to be there for her kids? Is she teaching her kids, okay, I can buy you this and that, you know, I can do this and that for you. But on this hand, this single mom teaching her kids, well, is this single mom teaching her kids about the love of God, how to have compassion for people, how to know that just because you have it this way don't mean it's always going to be this way or whatever the case may be. And then on this hand, you have this other single mom who's just be like, okay, I'm going to teach you about the love of God teach them how to what it's like to struggle what it's like to not have and these kids will grow up to be amazing you know just saying probably going to be amazing making sure their mama's okay because they know what it's like not to have this or not to have a whole lot in life and wishing that they could have a nice car or was they like their mom was able to wish their mom was able to take them to do this but they had to wait later in life to enjoy those things but this single mom was able to do this for their kid not saying their kids won't turn out great but sometimes i'm just speaking from speculation this isn't just my opinion sometimes those kids can become spoiled feel like everything has to be handed to them they're not gonna work as hard for it or whatever the case may be okay that's just my take okay he said do not let anyone convince you that this that his path is the only way Wait, do not let anyone do not let anyone convince you that his path is the only right way. So this single mom be like, ooh, she probably like, I'm struggling, I don't but then the other mom might come and say, Take this path. The path is totally different. This single mom probably can't take that, may not be able to handle that. Like this single mom who have all the support, she could not take the path she take because honey, if she had to take this, she probably be a nutcase or a probably needs medicine because she said oh I don't see how she did that because ain't no way I could have did that ain't no way I could walk down that path or been in her shoes because I can't do that I no I'm not gonna do that you know not some people think that they some people think they can't go down a certain path or they feel like just because they have money or because because they have money or just because they well off they feel like they can't go through what the next person can go through 
No, you can go through the same thing. So stop it. And it said, and be careful not to resort your path as a superior to another another ways. I mean, like, don't feel like your path is so easy to have, like, oh, you know, like how some people, like, oh, I don't see how she go through that. Because if that was me, I would not. You don't know what you do in this situation. So I have learned to stop being like, which I never was like this, but, you know, I'm just saying. Um, I meet people from all across. I just, talk, you know, I just see things different from how other people see. I see things totally different. Like, I can be at the store, and we can be somewhere at the store, and us, I can just see, oh, like, a homeless person or whatever. Not in a million years that I thought I was going to be a homeless person with some kids. No. But I, even before I was home, I was like, oh, Lord, I hope they have somewhere to stay. I always say, Lord, I hope they have food somewhere to go because, you know, we, this is Houston. We are, but people are crazy and all this type of stuff. But I always want to make sure I just have compassion for people. Meaning, like, you have to have compassion for people just because you feel like, oh, I got it all together. I got my house. I got my car. I got the career. You got all this. Don't get so high on your horses where you can't, you feel like you're untouchable. Meaning, like, don't, this don't forget where you came from. And I always tell myself, and I always tell my kids that if I ever get to a point where I have nice things, I'm able to do things for us or be able to just take a trip or, you know, say if I hit the lottery or I get blessed or, you know, something like that, I would never change who I am. I can remember when... um when I was, I got blessed by somebody. Somebody gave me a, um, somebody want this car, so they gave me a car. They said, if you want the car, you just take up the notes, whatever. And I did not one time <laughs> that I get on Facebook. I don't think I had Facebook at that time. Maybe I did. I, I just can't remember. But not one time that I get on there and said, look what God blessed me. Well, yeah, I might, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I just like, I didn't boast about it. I didn't do none of that. Meaning like, it was, for me and my kids, and I, and I didn't, it wasn't for me to tell everybody, that was just me, um, wasn't, I wasn't, I just like, oh, I was, thank you, I was shocked, because this is how it happened, okay, uh, this is when I was staying along with you, I'm gonna tell you this quick story, and then I'm gonna pray, okay, so I was in Longview, and I, my dream car is to have a Cadillac Escalade, that's my dream, that's my dream, I love Cadillacs. I don't know. I, I could have three Cadillacs, a car, SUV, or whatever. I love Cadillacs. So one day I was listening to Kurt Franklin, and um, and I was just listening to Kurt, and this Cadillac just went by me. I just literally had to, I just wanted to pull over, but I couldn't because I was going to be late for school. So I was like, Lord, if, <laughs> I just said, Lord, you know that's my dream car. You ain't got to give me that car. If you give me something close, to that car, I'd be happy with that. That's why all I said, and I just went on to school, went on about my day, and then I got this call from somebody, and it's like, uh, we are looking into getting another car, and um, hey, we want to know, would you be interested in in this car or whatever? And, you know, like this. I was like, okay. I said, well, I gotta pray. That's exactly what I said. I gotta pray and talk to my kids. That's exactly what I said. So I was like, okay. 
so that song left because I'm like this is about to it was so weird because I all I just said that morning was Lord if you just bless me with a Cadillac it ain't gotta be a Cadillac if you just bless me something closer to a Cadillac I'll be cool with that that's all I said and I just went on to listen to Kurt Franklin on school so I went to go pick up my kids and I told my kids the situation and you know if I say my son is a prophet which I do believe and he, he was like mama do it I said wait wait you know, I got a prioritize because at this time I was not working. Was I working? I was, yeah, I think I, I was working. I was like, and going to school. So I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So later on that night, she was like, come, see this car. I said, come on, bitch, let's go get your car. I was like, I still was like, not unreal to me. I was like, whatever. I was like, no, nah. I, I was like saying, she said, no, no, no. You can get it. Da, 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 da. And she said, God told her to tell me this like oh, two weeks ago. But I was like, you should not tell me now. But whatever. But, you know, I was like, okay. So, got in the car. She said, okay. It's yours. She got in her car from the dealership. And she and she gave me like this car. I was like, and it was so, she was like, gave me money to take the kids, get them something to eat. Even though we had just got through eating. She said, here's some money. Go take kids out some Go to McDonald's, get the kids up to eat. I was like, okay. But still shocked, still unbelief. I was like, wait a freaking minute. <laughs> wait a minute. This is this is not how I, you know. Because I already had a car. It was nothing wrong with the car I had. I had a 2002 Dodge Caravan. It was, I was cool with that because I worked hard for that. So I was like, sure, I'm cool with that. So got the car. I was like, got the car, I was like, wait a minute. I, was like, I could not believe I had another, a nicer car. That's what threw me off. I was like, me? Felicia. Felicia, the, the mom, the single mom, you know, that, that's how I was seeing myself. Felicia, three kids, single mom, got a car. And so, went on, went on by my day, just going on. And then, something happened. Well, one of my sisters said, let's go out to eat or whatever. So they was waiting for me. So they was expecting me, was expecting me to pull up in the car that they knew that I had. So I pulled up in the car. She said, oh, why you didn't tell she got a new car? That's the first thing they said. Why you didn't tell she had a new car? Oh, I, you know, I was like, it was, and I was like, it was not for nobody to, not for me to announce it. It was not for me to be like, okay, look at, look at me. It was nothing like that. So I was like, I wasn't. Supposed, I didn't know I was supposed to announce it to everybody that Felicia got a car, and I'm still like that. To in some sense, yes, I might post like, "Ooh, little God bless me with," but this is for the go. You know, I don't be like, "Girl, look at this." I don't like you know how some people get stuff and they always brags on it or just like, "Ooh, girl," you know, just constantly always talking about it. It's. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that, but you don't want to feel like that thing become your God or have superior whatever the case may be. You don't want that. So I was like, well, I didn't know I was supposed to announce it. So, and yes, yeah, still to this day, I would, every time I see a Cadillac or an SUV like a Yukon or something like an SUV, I always say, it's coming. I haven't got my Cadillac yet, but I know it's coming. That is like my dream car. 
I just all I want is just a Cadillac. I think I'll probably sleep in the Cadillac. That's how. That's how. I, if somebody would say, "Here, here's the keys to a Cadillac. Don't worry about no car note. Here you go." I probably, I probably, I don't know. I probably, probably start crying, dancing, whatever, because that's like my dream car. And yes, I do have a dream house. I haven't got the dream house, but you know, it's coming. But it's not like, you know, I wouldn't. I still be me. I would not change. You know how some people change when they get stuff, and I don't do that. I just I always tell God if I ever get to a point where I have money and I have all this stuff that I've dreamed and desired, my heart so desire, I will not be thinking I'm better than somebody. Like no, I don't deal with her no more. No, I'm still gonna be that crazy, goofy Felicia, and I always tell my kids that don't. Cause I know what it's like to struggle. I've been there, done it. I mean, I've been there, still in there. Yes, I do struggle here and there, but I know what it's like to struggle not to have this, not to have that. So I would not be get to a point where I'm just like, please, girl, I don't know you or whatever case. I would not discredit them because we are all human. We all are. We have to have compassion for people, and that's what's wrong with this world. People don't care about nobody. They all, they all, they all this about is for themselves and. The, and the bump with the rest of them. <laughs> they better get their own because I ain't here for nobody. But that's just not, that's not me. That's not how I roll. So I try to help people the best way I can. I might not have a whole lot of money. You know, I pray for you or I tell you what I did or whatever the case may be. Like, I always get my inputs or whatever. Like, people's like, I tell people I dealt with anxiety so I know it's like anxiety firsthand. And no, I don't take no medicine because I've had this talk with Jesus. And I told Jesus when I first... Have, I don't want to take no medicine because I want to be the cool mom. I want the cool, the crazy mom dancing with my daughter, doing all crazy stuff. I didn't want to be so focused on this medicine. Like, I got to take this medicine. If I don't take this medicine, this medicine, you know, this medicine, I'm not going to have a happy day or whatever the case may be. But I just told God I didn't want to do it. I did. I said, Jesus, I'm not taking no medicine. <laughs> That's exactly what I told. Because this lady said, there's nothing I can give you for anxiety. It's all about retraining your mind, controlling your breathing, and all that stuff. And which is truly, it's in the mind. So when she told me that, I said, I'm pretty good. I ain't not taking no medicine. I don't. So I just gave up sugar, cold turkey for almost like two or three years. I gave up sugar, honey. Sugar, no tea, no soda, no nothing. I just drank nothing but pure water. Now I'm easing myself back into like eating candy here or eating or drinking a little tea here or there. But it's not like a whole lot because I know what it does to my body. So, you know, I do that. So if I say if, for instance, if I had to say if I had to um, work, I would not do no sugar, no nothing <laughs> until the weekend. That's how I do it because, you know, I know what sugar does to you. And it's not like sugar, but I know if I was stressed and worried myself, yeah, I'm going to have a anxiety attack or a pen attack but you know it was bad back then thank lord I'm gonna knock on wood hallelujah praise the lord it's not as bad as it used to be because every night I used to be in the back of the ambulance because I thought I was about to die it was horrible my kids can tell you that they was like mama I just I thought I was losing my mind but then the lady told me I can't give you this I can't you know and I had, had to be put on a heart month it was just ridiculous and I had to take stuff to keep my heart heart rate at a normal beat. It was just too, too much. So I was like, okay. This man said, you need to stop worrying, stop stressing. There's no blocks, no nothing. I was like, okay. So I gave up. I just gave it up like it was nothing. Okay, I don't need it. 
gave up sugar and soda, whatever. All I did was drunk nothing but water. And when I was going through the a lot cranky because I was so bony. Whew, I look horrible. But thank you, Jesus. I don't look like what I've been through. I just want to give y'all that little nugget, that little snippet there. Okay. So, Father Lord, so now I'm going to pray. Father Lord, I thank you for everything you have done for us. Thank you for waking us up each and every day. Thank you that your mercy and grace is new each and every morning. Thank you, Father Lord, that we learn to stay on our path and that we don't listen to the voices of other people saying this is the path to take, that we stay close to you, that we soak in your presence, your, your presence and we live in your peace, that we live closely to you so that we can experience your peace in your presence. So, Father Lord, I thank you for that. Thank you, Father Lord that we do not start comparing ourselves to other people just because we feel like they have an easier life than that person. You don't know what them folks had to go through. So, Father, we stop comparing ourselves to other people. Father, as you know, we are going through a, a pandemic injustice, racism, we fighting for a lot. But Father, I thank you that we can, even though all this is going on, but Father, I thank you that you give us peace in our mind peace and surpass all understanding. Yes, Father Lord, the news will try to play stuff over and over to get our, our minds all wired up and we start worrying and stressing. It do us no good for our minds nor our body and nor for people that's around us. But Father Lord, I thank you for that. And Father Lord, I thank you that we do not experience lack. Like every whoever, every household will have food in their house. Lights on. They have always have a roof over their head. Clothes on their back. They will not have they will not experience lack. And Father Lord, I thank you that every need in their life is met. They will be able to pay their bills, their rent. They will, whatever they have need of, Father Lord, I pray that that need is met. So Father Lord, I just want to say I thank you for that. Father Lord, I thank you because without you, none of this would be possible. As I look back over my life, I just sit here and think that I made it. I haven't. Yeah, I made it. It's been a struggle, but I thank you, Father Lord that you are with me every step of the way. Sometimes I fall, I'll be like, I ain't doing this. But then I get right back on track because I know you're the only way that's going to help me get through this. So, Father Lord, I thank you for that. Thank you, Father Lord, that we are humble to you, that we that we, um, that we we act justly, just into love, mercy, and to walk humbly with you. Father Lord, I thank you that each and every day we wake up, we just say thank you that we walk this journey, that we walk through the valley of shadow of death because you're with us, your rod, your staff that comfort us. So, Father, I thank you for all you have done. Thank you, Father, just for who you are. Because, Father, Lord, there's a lot of people that don't know who you are. But, Father, I thank you that we come in contact with those people who do not know who you are and that we are not ashamed to spread the gospel, to spread your love, to have compassion for people. So, Father, I just want to say I thank you for that. Thank you, Father, for all you have done in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this podcast. I hope this podcast bless you in a mighty way. And I also want to say this. I'm going to give you this little nugget. Um, Give you something that I've been dealing with lately. I've been dealing with, like, I'm going to not do a podcast no more. I will say forget it. But then, talking to my kids, you know, I thank God for my kids. Talking to my kids, you know, because I'm making t-shirts. Still, I do t-shirts. So I'm trying to make extra money. I'm trying to turn into a 
my business business so that way I don't work for nobody I just work for Malisha that's my goal but I was just like well I can't do this no more so I got up this morning wrote in my journal it was like I just wrote it all out pray for pray for people in my journal pray for my kid that I was talking about me I just want to give up how I just like you know I'm just tired like I keep doing this podcast and my this is podcast I keep making these shirts and my body and I say okay God I'm gonna keep pushing because if I keep pushing my breakthrough's gonna come so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep continuing to doing podcasts each and every day even though maybe nobody listens to it but I feel like I don't know why. I just feel like something. Like something's about to break. I don't know. But I just want to tell y'all that. Don't give up. I don't care what it is. Like me, because I'm about to give up. But talking to my kids, talking to Jesus, talking. Got back on my egg. But wait, wait, let me get myself back together. So I did that. And um, I owe it all to my kids. Well, I owe it all to God and my kids. Because they're the one who push me. They push, especially, Marcus, mama, don't, don't give up. Keep pushing. You never know, mama. You never know. So, don't give up. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have an amazing, blessed Tuesday. <laughs>